If you're new to our church, we'd love for you to pick up a welcome folder. You can pick it up at the back of the sanctuary at the connection site or at the welcome desk. In your bulletin, you'll find a friendship card. Please fill it out so we'll know you're here. And on the back, you can leave prayer concerns, blessings, or notes to the staff. Enjoy, Enjoy the service! Howdy. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, by the grace of Jesus Christ, fill this place with your spirit that we may be overcome with your joy, with your love, with your presence, with your power. Fill us, Lord. Help us to see you, to know you, and draw closer to you. And may we be blessed to be a blessing to you as we exalt your holy name. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray and praise. Amen. Amen. I'd like to invite you all to stand if you're able as we sing together. Come, Christians, join to sing. Alexandra Scott. 
When Alex was four, she set up a lemonade stand in the front yard. Her idea? To give the money to doctors so they could help find a cure for kids like her with cancer. Alex left us in 2004 when she was just eight, but not before her idea inspired others and raised over a million dollars towards cancer research. Today, Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation continues to carry out the work that she began. Together, we can all make lemonade to help save lives. Alex's Lemonade Stand, fighting childhood cancer one cup at a time. Amen. And you will find a, an envelope in your bulletin if the Lord is putting it on your heart to um, contribute to this wonderful work that's being done. We have wonderful praises today. Did you see? Did you see driving over here where the sun is positioned in the sky? This is always one of my favorite things, when it gets up that high in the sky and it's just so beautiful and so wonderful out. Um, I am always blessed. And this is my favorite Sunday on the entire Christian calendar. I think Pentecost Sunday is, is the most special day. It is, it is the day that we remember we are filled with the Spirit, we are surrounded by the Spirit, we are drawn by God's Spirit, and God's Spirit lives and works in us every day as we allow the Spirit to move. Amen? Amen. And I love to remember that. Um, we have a couple of other praises to share with you. Um, Ruth Ann, um, Dorothy Thuman's sister, who we, we prayed for last week, um, her surgery went very well. Everything is terrific. So praise God that he hears and answers our prayers. Um, Linda Barzakowski, as, as you probably know, maybe some of you don't, our Upper New York Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church met from Wednesday through yesterday. So we're all a little tired, and you know, grant us a little grace here because we're tired. <laughs> but there, we were represented, our church was represented by laity and clergy, and um, there is coming, a, there are a couple of other conferences that are coming that are bigger conferences covering wider areas. One of them is the Northeast Jurisdictional Conference, because we're part of the North, Northeast Jurisdiction, okay? And we elect people to be delegates from our annual conference to go, and I am pleased and blessed to announce that Linda Barzakowski was elected as a delegate to the Northeast Jurisdictional Conference. So that's a praise. That's a wonderful thing for her. And the, the last but certainly not least, it's one of those saving the best for last things. Uh, Grace Elizabeth Prendergast was born on June 3rd to Steve and Nicole. Um, this is uh, Grace's granddaughter to Tim and Jeannie and great-granddaughter to Ollie Burbage, and we are just so blessed. Do you have any praises to offer up this morning? Yes. Wow. That is amazing. New great-grandchild number 11. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Any others this morning? Pastor Tom. Woohoo. Amen. Praise God. I know we are, we are grateful to celebrate with you, and I know that our joys overflow because our God blesses us so abundantly. So let's return to the Lord some of our gifts, tithes, and offerings so that we can bless God back.
Father, we do give you thanks and praise for this day, for the opportunity to worship you, and for the abundant blessings you pour out into our lives. Receive this offering, Lord. Bless it. Multiply it. Give us wisdom to know how to best use it for the furtherance of your kingdom. And we pray especially this morning, Lord God, for Alex's lemonade stand offerings, those that come today and those that will come in the future, for the work of that ministry. We just ask that they would be a blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Gracious Heavenly Father, 
You rejoice with us in all of our rejoicing. And you suffer and are saddened and concerned with us where we are concerned. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to join together with you in both our joys and our sorrows, knowing that you know what we need, knowing that you hear us when we call, knowing that by your Spirit, you allow us to speak into this world blessing and healing, comfort and strength, peace, safety, joy unspeakable because of you, even in the midst of our sorrows and troubles. We pray, Lord God, now for all of those who are sick and infirm, We ask for a healing touch from you in their spirits, in their souls, and in their bodies. Whatever it is that they are needing, Lord God, we pray that you would touch them. We ask that you would send healing power. We pray, Lord God, for angels to surround them, to minister to them by your power and your strength. We pray that they and those who care for them would be drawn close to you. That they would know your presence in the midst of all of this. That you would take these adversities and cause them to work together with all of the aspects of their lives for good. We thank you, Father, for their doctors and nurses, for other medical professionals who are caring for them. We ask in Jesus' name that you would give them wisdom beyond their learning, wisdom and understanding beyond their experience, wisdom that comes from you, that they may care well for the people in their charge. We pray in Jesus' name also, Lord God, for all of those who are transitioning from this world to eternal life. We pray in Jesus' name that they would be comforted, that they would be at peace. We pray for their loved ones too, that you would draw alongside them by your spirit and envelop them in arms of love. Be with them, Lord. Help them. For those who are grieving losses, Lord God, we pray in Jesus' name that you would grant them comfort as well that you would help them as they transition into this new change, this new way of living, missing someone who has been so dear to them. Lord God, we lift up all of those circumstances in this world that seek to harm or that are natural occurrences, Lord, that just cause harm. We pray for your hand of protection. We pray for peace and safety. We pray that each one who is impacted would be touched 
by someone who knows you so that they may see the light of Christ. We pray, Father God, now for all of us, for your church, that as we are in our houses of worship this day, we hear your word, we are transformed by the message of grace and mercy and hope and love and joy that is put forth. We pray that as we are transformed, that we would be made well able to share the love that we have received, that we would be good and faithful witnesses in our lives as we act, as we speak, that people would know that you are real, that people would know that you love them, that people would know that you are here. We pray a blessing upon our worship this morning and ask, Lord God, that you would make us well able to bless you as we worship. For that is why we came here this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We'll hear some special music from the Pendletones and then we'll hear the word of the Lord.
Good morning. morning. Scripture reading this morning is from Psalm chapter 92, verses 1 through 5. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High, proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night to the music of the ten-stringed lyre and the melody of the harp. For you make me glad by your deeds, Lord. I sing for joy at your ha- what your hands have done. How great are your works, Lord. How profound your thoughts. This is the word of the Lord.
Good morning. Interrupting this wonderful musical program to bring you a message from the Word of God. <laughs> Pastor Sherry asked me to look at Psalm 92. It's interesting because I'm looking at this psalm after being at, as Pastor Lisa said, four days of meetings of our church. So I want to bring a few words out for you. Verse 2 talks about proclaiming God's love in the morning and his faithfulness at night. And in verse 5, it says, How great are your works, Lord, how profound, profound your thoughts. And then the next verse, which Pastor Sherry didn't include, says, Senseless people do not know, fools do not understand. Well, in the first day of annual conference, that's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> Lots of senseless fools. You see, the annual conference is a gathering of 2,000 people from across upstate New York from our church, where anybody who wants to can get up and say whatever they want to in a microphone. Just want you to picture that. Anybody, whether they're brilliant or they're fools. And sometimes it felt like both. So the first day of annual conference was a bit frustrating, as we would listen to people debate and discuss and consider, and different business and such and such. But we got through it. I didn't feel very good. I mean, honestly, physically didn't feel very good. And we went to visit some friends after the evening's activities were over, just to sort of wind down. You know what I mean? And we came back to the On Center in Syracuse, where they said that there would be buses running back up to the hotel until 11 o'clock. We showed up at 1025. And we waited, and we waited, and we waited. And at 11 o'clock at night, as we watched sketchy, weird people walking by us in the middle of downtown Syracuse, we realized they weren't coming. We were the only ones there. Now, that would have been okay, because our hotel was only about a mile and a half away, and, you know, we can walk that, excepting that the Sheridan Hotel in Syracuse is a mile and a half away, completely uphill. I know, because that day we waited for a bus for 45 minutes in the afternoon that did not come, and we had walked down that hill. So we started walking, carrying computers, feeling truly vulnerable, worried actually about our safety, nonetheless our health. We made it back to the hotel, immediately went into the room and took a shower. We were dying. And that was the way our first night of annual conference ended. With a feeling that we had been profoundly disappointed by people that were supposed to be there for us. Has anybody ever felt like somebody who's supposed to be there for you let you down? It's difficult. But it says that God proclaims his love in the morning and his faithfulness at night. And it talks about how great God's works are and how profound his thoughts are. We made it safely back to the hotel. We probably dropped a couple pounds. We can afford to do that. And we woke up 
to our love for each other in the morning. We went back to annual conference. Now, annual conference at its worst is a gathering of a bunch of church people to talk about the boring business of the church, like budgets and what we're going to do about this program or that particular activity or such. Annual conference at its absolute best is when the people of the church don't agree. And they come together to honestly express to each other that they don't agree. Now, some people found it very disturbing. Some people in our church believe that the only answer to this is we cannot be together. We must separate. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Because it's not just our church, is it? It's our culture. There's no way that people can stay in the same country together and have completely different ideas, right? We need to get away from them. But you see, the scripture doesn't say how profound are our ideas, does it? How profound are your thoughts, God? How great are your works, God? How wonderful is your faithfulness through the night and the struggle and the difficulty that God doesn't abandon us even in downtown Syracuse. And I've been there with sketchy people around. So I went to a conference for three more days and listened as people I knew argued with each other. One gentleman I've known for years came out and said, my son and I completely disagree. <laughs> Anybody remember that Cat Stevens song? It's not time to make a change. Just relax, take it easy. You're still young, that's your fault. There's so much you have to go through. Take your time, think a lot. Think of all the things you've got, or you will still be here tomorrow. But your dreams may not. Oh, I heard that song when I was a, when I was a young person, and I, I wanted to sing the other verse, right? All the times that I've cried, keeping all the things I knew inside, and it's always been the same old story. From the moment I was, I could talk, I was ordered to listen. Now there's a way, and I know that I have to go away. Problem is, now I feel more like the father. So I watched the people. People that I've called friends for four decades. Arguing. Hurting. Struggling because they can't agree on something that they both feel so passionately about. And then they came out of the place where they were meeting. And they'd see each other in the hallway. Because, you know, we don't see each other for almost a year. And they would go up to each other. And I'm watching them. They're giving each other big hugs. <laughs> did, did you get this? They were just at war with each other. But when they saw each other, they gave each other big hugs. 
Because you see, what's profound about God is not some wisdom that we figure out. It said he's faithful in the night. And he proclaims love in the morning after. That's why we come every week, right? Not to remember how bad our neighbors are. Not to figure out what's wrong with them. But to admit how broken we are. And to work on our own stuff. And get that figured out first. Amen? So let's go ahead and do that, shall we? Dear God in heaven, I have sinned. I make foolish decisions. I think foolish thoughts. I'm hurtful. I'm sinful. Forgive me, Lord. Help me to find your wisdom. Help me to be faithful. Help me to have love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Because love really truly is the only thing that will break through the brokenness. Not just as a church, but as a people of this country and this world. Where we remember that what we have in common, why we embrace one another, is far more important than the silly little arguments we have that 20 years from now nobody will care about. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen.
So it was Friday night. Now, Friday night, that means we've had three days of all these discussions and arguments and business. Just to give you an understanding of the worth of it, they spent three hours trying to figure out how to elect three trustees. Three hours! They already had the names. They just couldn't figure out how to take the vote. They were that much of a struggle. So in the evening, we have this celebration. And uh, it's a a great celebration of ministry. It's about uh, the people who have um, served and are now retiring, like my wonderful wife. Uh, It's about people who are going into new ministries, like Pastor Suzanne. Remember her? Who has now become a district superintendent and is in charge of 75 churches down in the Jamestown area. It's a time when, when, when we feel totally drained emotionally and intellectually. This passage says, It's good to praise the Lord and make music to your name almost high. I sing for joy at the work of your hands. So we're sitting there, and we've gone through this service, and we have all kinds of emotions and feelings and exhaustion, and the band got up to play a song. Nothing special. You heard it last week. fascinating. There's this old guy up in the retiree section. You know, everybody's just like, "Ah, you know, when will this end so we can go home? Really, that's where you're at. You're just like, I'm tired. And this old guy gets up, and all of a sudden he's like, (laughs) (laughs) you can see, what is he doing? All of a sudden, you see people around the whole auditorium jumping up. They don't even know this song. You can tell they don't know this song. They're like, what is this song? But by the end of it, you've got people from one spectrum to the other, from one idea to another idea, from one age group to another age group, jumping and going, oh, 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 oh. They forgot. They forgot everything that divided them. They forgot everything that they thought kept them apart. And they became one. That's why God wants us to make music. When we make music and we sing songs, we don't have time to think about all our profound idiocies. When we, when we sing songs, we don't have the ability to remember we don't like the person who's dancing next to us. When, when we're so engaged in praising God, we forget everything but God's love and power. And that's why we make music. That's why God gave us music, so that we could sing to the Lord Shout to the Lord. Play the instruments. 
love God with our whole heart, mind, and soul, as we just forget everything that pulls us apart, I just focus on the one thing that will always pull us together, our faithful and our loving God.
heart sing for joy at the goodness of God, of the love of God, and the sacrifice that he made for us. And we celebrate God's goodness and love through the table, through worship. And you are invited, all of you, whether this is your first time here, you've been here all along, you're invited to the table. And as we prepare as a community of faith for that, worshiping together, I ask you to share the peace of the Holy Spirit with one another. something in between. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so there's a hymn right now. your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. In the beginning, your spirit moved over the face of the waters. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away, and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. Your spirit came upon prophets and teachers, anointing them to speak your word. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. 
Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. At his baptism in the Jordan, your spirit descended upon him and declared him your beloved Son. With your spirit upon him, he turned away the temptations of sin. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always, baptizing us with the Holy Spirit and with fire as on the day of Pentecost. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread. He gave thanks to you. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks. And he said, this is my blood, the blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Drink of this often, remembering me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood and empowered by the gifts of the Spirit. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, showing forth the fruit of the Spirit until Christ comes in final victory, and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as Jesus taught us, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Will those who are serving please come forward?
welcome to join us at the table. At the rail for prayers for healing and anointing, to make a commitment, to light a candle is your prayer. God calls you, invites you. Come join us this morning.
we've got a party. So come join us in the fellowship hall to celebrate Pastor Lisa and Pastor Sherry. yet who that uh, old man in a business suit was that got up and started clapping like a hillbilly? (laughs) Have you ever watched that TV show where, you know, the kid gets up and starts a slow clap and nobody joins him? You know what I'm talking about? I was clapping, man. Oh, I realized it. Man, dude, you're the only one doing this. There's like 2,000 people here, and hey, nobody joining you, you know? I, I, you should probably sit down right about now. But I got to tell you, what had happened to me is I was struck like a bolt of lightning. And God said, stand up and sing. And even though, even though my mind is going, dude, you're, you're looking like a fool here, you know? I mean, really, you're the only one doing this, you know? I stopped, and I said, I didn't stop. I stopped thinking that. 
and I started focusing on God and singing to God and forgetting about what anybody else is doing. See, here's the thing, folks. It's not what everybody else is going to do that makes any difference. If each one of us remembers that the only one who has profound knowledge is God, and the only one who knows the real answers is God, and what we're called to do is to be as faithful as we can through the night and as loving to one another as we can through the day, then we'll figure it all out. We figured it out as a church. We figured it out as a country. We figured it out as people and as families for years. And we'll figure it out again. But if you all sit down, when God strikes you with that thunderbolt, oh, God help us. Because that's the only one who can. So go out and live what God has called you to be. You are the church. I am so proud of you. You are the most wonderful church in upstate New York. Every time I go to conference, I remember that. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. (laughs) You are the most wonderful church in this whole state. And it's because you love one another. It's not because you agree with one another. It's not because you're all that smart. It's certainly not because I'm all that smart. But it's because you love one another. Keep on loving. Keep on loving each other and love God. Go in his peace this day and always. Amen. (laughs) 